Welcome to Growing in His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph. And are you guys hungry for some spiritual food? John is really on a good one, man. And, and you know, I got to be honest with you. It's, it's awesome to see John excited about God's Word. That's what us believers are supposed to be excited about God's Word, man. And so I'm excited to say that growing in God's Word is a Bible-based teaching, verse-by-verse, awesome, um, you know, learning time so we can spend time in God's Word and just meditate on God's grace. And this is a time where we believers and even non-believers who are not listen, who are listening need to understand that Jesus loves you and He's the deity. And John is... He's out there and he's excited and he's saying, man, look, I want to present the world to, to, with Jesus. I want to present the world a gift. It's Christmas time. It's, it's every day. <clears throat> but he wants to give us Jesus. And so as we come uh, in this study today, I want to pick up from last week, man, and pray and let the Holy Spirit work. Father God, Lord, we thank you. Lord, thank you for this time, Father. Lord, we're hungry, Father. Lord, your word is written in the Bible, and it's, it's, it states that it's a living instrument, Father. Lord, you're alive, and you're full of mercy and grace, Lord. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord, and we, we accept you, Father, and we thank you for this time, Lord. Lord, allow us, Father, to not only meditate in your word, but to spend time with one another, Jesus. Lord, show up, Father. Holy Spirit, come, Lord, and teach us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Welcome back to Growing in God's Word. I'm, I'm Pastor Joseph, and today we're going to talk about Christ's public, Christ's public ministry, how it's going to start, the beginning of His ministry. We're going to talk about the controversy, but it's going to go on to talk about how Jesus is the way and the truth and the life, and that nobody else can come through nobody but through Jesus. <clears throat> Excuse me. Honestly, it's the radicalest chapter in the in the whole Bible, and I'm just so excited. I'm sorry. Listen, we as believers picked up from last week on John chapter first John, not first John, John chapter uh, uh, one verse sixteen, and it talked about in of his fullness. Listen. And of his fullness, we have all received and grace for grace. It's food, the fullness. Have you ever been so hungry where you, you can't even, you're just irritated, man. Someone's like, hey, excuse me, so you just want to bite their head off. Look at, Jesus is saying, I have spiritual food. Listen, John chapter 6, verse five, uh, 51, it says, it says, I am, in 51, verse 51, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh. You, listen, which I shall give for the life of the world. People are thinking, man, what if I can eat his flesh? It's not about the flesh, it's Jesus. We can't live in the flesh. We got we to gotta stay in Jesus, man. This is what it's about. Listen, verse 17 says, for the law was given... Through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And it's free. The message is free. Listen, no one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father, He has declared Him. God is declaring that His Son is, they're three in one. They're the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God is Spirit. Listen, 
And he's invisible. But see, if you look at Colossians 1 through 15, it'll tell you. And 1 Timothy 1 through 17. Unless God chooses to re- reveal himself, humans can't, look, listen, humans can't get it. You got to ask Jesus, reveal yourself to me. Come into me. I want to receive you. This is the only way that, the, that Jesus will show himself to you, is unless you ask. Listen. It's, it's important because John is going to witness to the, to the priests and the Levites soon. And he's on fire, man. He's on fire. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to say it like that. Jesus Christ paid the price. And now God is sending spiritually a warning to Israel and, and everybody else that he's coming. That his Holy Spirit is working and that he's coming. And that he wants to use every single one of us. As an instrument for his glory. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it because it's awesome. It's, it's, about, it's, it's, it's about God's grace. But we're going to get into it. 19 says, now this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but he confessed, I am not the Christ. And when they asked him, well, what then are you, Elijah? And he said, I am not. And then he said, are you the prophet? And he answered, no. Verse 22 says, then he said to him, who are you? That we may give an answer to the one who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said. See, the member of the Sanhedrin, the Jews, they wanted to find out if he was the Messiah. And here, God was motivating John's heart And he was filling him with his spirit before he revealed himself. John was getting filled and he was on fire. God was motivating John like he wants to motivate you. Believers, every one of you today who are listening to this word, you need to be motivated. Well, you can't tell me to be motivated. No, Jesus wants to motivate you with his Holy Spirit. This isn't the drunken spirit message. This is allowing the Holy Spirit to motivate us. God loves us. John is on fire. He, he's witnessing. Moses was stuck in the law. John knew it and he was witnessing. And John was like freaking out, man. He was like, wow, telling the future disciples, I don't know what come over me. I don't know what's going on. But, John, but, but God is prompting me and motivating me to, to baptize people. And, and, and they're, they're, the Sanhedrin, the Jews are coming to him saying, hey, man, what are you doing, man? You're in the river baptizing people. Doesn't look right. John's sitting there and he's, he's, he's got a testimony. Listen, every single one of us have a testimony. I don't care what it is. Even if you grew up in a Christian home, you have a testimony. God wants to use that testimony so that you can witness not only to your neighbors, but everywhere you go, God wants to use you like a compass. You know a compass, how it works? You point it in the direction, and you can't see when it's why it moves unless you move. But the Holy Spirit wants to; He wants to guide you with this compass. He wants to direct you with this compass. He wants to send you places where you've never been, and you may ask yourself, "How do I get there?" Stop. We're going to go over some stuff today. We're going to We're going to go over spiritual food, number one. And number two, note takers, write this down. We're going to talk about grace. 
grace in our life. Witnessing, number three. Number four, how to gather, how the Lord gathers. And number five, pray, how we pray and Jesus hears us. John is on a good one. You may think, oh, you're on a good one too. No, it's the Holy Spirit that's on the good one. And I want to glorify Him for that. Because I'm excited to tell you guys that Jesus loves you. And that He has a calling in your life. And you have no idea how powerful God wants to use you. You just got to stop, close your eyes, take the time like we're going to see later on through verse 24 and on. Because 21 says, and they asked Him, what then are you, Elijah? They were waiting for some, They were waiting for the Mashiach, the Messiah. They were waiting for Adonai. They were waiting for, for, for God. And he said, I'm not, man. I'm not God. They were waiting for the God of Moses. Same God today. But then they said to him in verse 22, they said, Who are you? That we may give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about your said about yourself? Here comes the testimony. Every one of us have a testimony. Only his testimony is prophesied by Moses. He said, "I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, because the Holy Spirit is working, man." It's moving like a freight train and they can't understand yet. God is about to reveal His Son to the world. This free gift of eternal salvation and they don't even know it yet. Wow. Wow. And it's still available today. Uh, Listen to this, man. He says, The voice of one crying in the wilderness makes straight the way of the Lord. As the prophet Isaiah said, their own book of Isaiah states in chapter 40 verse 3, it states that. It states it, man. It's the voice. Christ is the word. John the Baptist was the voice. And when pressed to identify himself, John the Baptist claimed that he was the fulfillment of Isaiah chapter 40 verse 3. Wow, how exciting. Man, they turned around and they bolted out of there. They said, I'm out of here. We don't want it. It's kind of like today, bro. You go out to the market and you see people in there. You know, this, the other day a lady was, you know, she's, you know, breathing on an apple. You know, I'm like, yeah, gross. She's wiping it. And I'm like, oh, hi, ma'am. How are you? She's like, get away from me. I'm like, okay, no problem. I, mean, I, just, I wasn't going to tell you about Adam and Eve. I just, you know, with the apple. I just wanted to tell you about, you know, Jesus loves you, man. She's like growling at me like a dog. A a human being growling at me like a dog. Jesus, you know, and then I, you know, Jesus told me, just love on her, man. Just show my love. So I began to put the apples in the bag for her and help her out. And she looked at me and smiled. Hey, I got a smile. A seed was planted. Whether it be an apple seed or whatever it may be, but Jesus got glorified. Amen. Amen. Hope she went home and made some applesauce out of it. And she's listening to this message. Because it's awesome. Look at Jesus wants us to grow in His Word. He wants us to be doers of the Word, not only hearers. He wants us to eat the spiritual food. Eat it. 
He's the bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. Jesus wants us to live forever. And the only way we could do that is to get prepperized. Prepper, is that a word, right? Prepperized? <laughs> I don't know. Prepare. He wants us to prepare for his kingdom. It's that simple. It's, I, when I was in Bible college, I used to I'd listen to the professor, man. He, you got to do this. You got to do that. This is what it does. I'm looking at him like, man, what school did the disciples go to? Well, they didn't. They were with Jesus for three and a half years. Okay, well, I've been with them for 25. Man, witness. We have a testimony. God has a, God wants to make you a testimony. John is being a testimony. He wants you to be a testimony. He wants you to get out there. Not force it, but live it. He wants you to be a light of the world. Just like we talked about last week and being a light. John was not ashamed of the gospel and neither should we. We talk about spiritual food, but witnessing is awesome because everyone has a testimony. I don't care if you are locked up in prison and you did a year in a county jail. Jesus wants to take that and use that to witness to others who want to know him. People can learn from that. I mean, I, it's awesome. God wants to take your testimony and he wants to change it in to an image of his glory, not ours. He wants to take that and woo people unto him. Listeners, please, the Holy Spirit wants to work in your life. Will you let him? Will you do this? Verse 24 says, Now those who were sent were from the Pharisees and they asked him saying, Why? Why then do you baptize if you are not Christ or nor Elijah nor, nor the prophet? There it goes. He's witnessing. That was his thing, man. That was his thing, man. I used to drive to work and I'd see a guy with a tent outside. Need prayer? I was like, the guy's crazy. Then I pulled over. And I told him, I told him what are you doing here? You're, you're, you're crazy, man. You're crazy for Jesus. He said, hey, man, I just, I just pray for people. They come over to my tent and I pray for them. It's amazing because he used that prayer tent. People came to that prayer tent and he prayed for people earnestly and honestly. And God used that testimony. That was his testimony. And what I'm about to tell you is John the Baptist had a testimony. It was baptizing. People were being baptized. This was an outwardly works of appearance baptizing testimony. Jesus says, if you baptize, get baptized, and you want to be baptized, that's a public statement saying, I want you, you're going to follow me, and that you're not ashamed of me, because the Bible says that. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God. Wow! That's 2 Timothy, man. Wow. It says it. It says it. And it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. Wow. We don't got to be afraid. We need to get out there. And we got to be witnesses. Listen. Jesus is in love with you. He sent John as a, as a forerunner. To witness to the world. And it just so happened to start in Israel. And it's made its way around the world. And Jesus is saying, I'm alive today. Serve me. Serve others. 
be the light. So verse 26 says, John answered him saying, Man, I baptize with the water. But there stands one among you whom you don't know. You do not know. It is he who's coming after me. It's preferred before me. Whose sandal strap I'm not worthy to lose. Man, he's sitting there and he's telling him straight up, I ain't even worthy. I'm not the one. I'm just, I am just a regular guy. He's telling him in a nice way. In today's modern times, he's saying, I'm just a modern day churchgoer. And Jesus says, I want to take that modern day churchgoer and I want to use them for my glory. I want them to take my people. I want them to learn about me, grow with me, grow in his word. And that's what it's about. Listen, verse by verse, growing in his word. Modern day, today, people would be just like John. That's what Jesus wants. He wants them to be like John on fire, on fire. Oh, man. Pastor, you're on fire. Oh, is it is it fake? No, it's 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 Willie that cares that I care for you and I love you. I Christ in me it, it tells me, Joseph, tell him I love him. We're living in the last days. You guys ever notice lately? There's a lot of churches, not all of them, but there's a lot of churches out there that want to skin you for your cash and leave you bankrupt. They want, to, they want to set you out on the street. They want to use your gifts. Take your talents. And that's it. And they want to leave you hurt. Jesus says that's not the way it works. My message is free. Jesus says my message is free. And he who I set free is free indeed. God wants to set you free. He, Jesus wants to spiritually baptize you. Listen. He says I baptize with water. But there stands one among you whom you don't know. He is he who is coming after me. He's preferred before me. Those sandal that whose sandal strap I am not worthy to lose. Listen, 28 says, These things were done in Bethbara Barba, beyond the Jordan where John was baptizing. And it's funny because you go there today and it's all green, filled with catfish, and, and people want to be baptized in the Jordan. Whoa, that's where Jesus was baptized. Dude, get over it. Go to your local river or jump in the pool, man. <laughs> it's t- Jesus is here. Jesus isn't in a box. Jesus is here. He is in us and He wants to work in us. John's witnessing and he's talking about the baptism that Matthew, Matthew 3.13 says. But the next day, listen, and, and verse 29 says that John saw Jesus coming. Here He comes, man. Here He comes. And this is where it gets me. This is the big Bambino, man. This is Babe Ruth up to bat, man, in the baseball. All you baseball fans who love baseball, here he comes, man. Here comes Jesus. Here comes the big Bambino, man. Here comes the, the, here comes the most important thing in history. It isn't how much success we have. It's not how good we dress. It's not how many cars we have and toys and houses and woo. It's, it's about these next verses. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, as I speak of you, Father. Please, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Father. Wow. Here we go, verse 29. Here it comes, man. It's like getting on top of a giant roller coaster, and John's on top, and he's going to hit the bottom. Whoo! He's going to go down like at 300 miles an hour. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him, and he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin 
of the world. Wow. There it is. I can't even. Wow. Wow. Did you hear that? Wow. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Wow. You know how many times we blow it? You know how many times we wake up and we blow it and we say to ourselves, I can't do it anymore. I suck. I don't want to go to work today. I don't want to look at that non-believer. I can't do it anymore. The wicked world is so wicked. Wow. You ever feel that way lately? You feel ever feel hopeless? Confused? Upset? Well, Satan is the author of confusion. Jesus is the author and finisher of life. And he wants to give you a new life. Look at we blow it. <laughs> Man, I can't. We blow it. Satan lies to us and he tries to condemn us. And Jesus says, no, man, I'm going to give you grace. I'm going to give you mercy. I'm going to set you free. You don't have to live and be ashamed of me. Listen, for the Holy Spirit will teach you in the very hour what you ought to say. We, we got to get out there. Listen, grace Grace, it's about God's grace. And if we don't know what grace is, we need to learn about it, man. Because grace, listen, Ephesians 2, chapter 2, verse 8 through 9 says, For grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. John was on fire. He said, here's your Messiah. Here's the dude that I can't unsnap his sandals. I ain't worthy. I'll never be worthy, but I'm going to blow it. But that dude right there who is God is going to forgive you for your sins, for everything you've ever done, and your future sins. Oh, man, I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't even stop. I, can't, I just want to take like five minutes and just laugh. It's so radical. I mean, when I first heard this, I was like, Woo, wow, man, are you kidding me? Get off my doorstep, Jehovah's Witness. I, don't, <laughs> I got the grace. Look, I'm sorry, but it's true. Jesus Christ is in love with you. Listen, 29 says, The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he who, whom I said, After me comes a man who is preferred before me. For he was before me. I did not know him, but that he knew that, but I'm sorry, but that he should be revealed to Israel. Therefore I came baptizing with water and John bore witness saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, See, he's talking about God who sent him. See, that was his testimony. He used that baptizing at first to get people to know that Jesus Christ was in town. Hey man, it's not a casino, but Jesus did come to town. And he's not a clown. And he came, he came to take away the sins of the world. Listen, but he who sent me to baptize with water said, listen, he said, said to me. So upon, here's the, here's the radical part. You guys ready? Are you ready? Verse 32 on down. Here it comes. You ready? Buckle up, man. It's coming. He who sent me to baptize with water said to me, upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. Wow. Holy Spirit. And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. Wow. Acts chapter 11, verse 16. Wow. Are you kidding me? 
Wow. Holy Spirit, we thank you, Jesus. This Holy Spirit is available today. It's free. I mean, I'm thinking about starting up a hotline. 1-800-HOLY-SPIRIT-FREE. It's free, man. God is good. God is good. Listen. Listen, I want to read some verses. And then we're out of here. Luke chapter 12, verse 12 says, For the Holy Spirit will teach you in the very hour what you ought to say. You have a testimony. God wants to use it. He wants to use your testimony. He wants to, he wants to, to use you. But 1 Peter 3.15 says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. And always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. God wants us to gather. Listen. Bible says that for in Matthew 18 verse 20 it says for where two or three are gathered together in my name I am there in the midst also. We got to comfort each other and edify one another just just as Christ wants us to. But we got to be in prayer and we got to walk worthy of the calling. Listen, Jesus wants to bless you. He doesn't want you to send your gifts of $20 in. He doesn't want you to sow in the seed of $100. And no, He doesn't want you to send in a prayer cloth. No, He doesn't. He doesn't want it. it it's, if you're going to a church right now, tithe. Yeah, do your 10%. But give abundantly out of your heart to Jesus. Don't, don't, don't let some man or some human make you feel like you got to give. It's not about giving. It's about getting out there and blessing people with your testimony. You have a testimony. Yes, you. God wants to use you. He wants to prepare you just like John was prepared. He wants to prepare you for what's about to come in your life. He wants you to be on fire. Listen, Christ will end up being our ultimate sacrifice. Jesus was led by the Spirit to be baptized. God wants us to enjoy His mercy and His grace. He wants us to come boldly. Listen, God wants us to pray. Pray to Him. He'll hear you. But we gotta be, we gotta be real, and we can't be anxious for nothing. But in everything, be in prayer, in supplication, with thanksgiving. God says, "Let your requests no, be, no, be be made known to God, so He can hear you." Look it, Colossians four two says, "Continue earnestly in prayer, being vi- vi- vigilant in it with thanksgiving." He has mercy. He has mercy. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We're sinners. Go and learn what this means, Jesus said. Matthew 9.13, But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not money. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I did not come to call the righteous, but he came to call sinners to repentance. Jesus wants us to love him and just repent and love the grace and mercy. He's got a plan for you. 
Once again, remember. Remember as we grow in His Word. Remember. God is for us. He will go before us. He will be our God. Jesus, we are His people, and He loves you. Listen. Growinginhisword.com It's there for, for new beginners, for solid believers, people sucking the milk and people eating the meat. Jesus loves you guys. And so do I. Father, we come before you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the mercy you've given us. Lord, as we continue, Father, to grow in your word, Lord, we just ask that you bless everyone that's hurting right now that thinks that their testimony cannot be used for your glory, whether they're introverted or extroverted. Smile. Jesus, Lord, you told us to smile and be loving and show your mercy. Oh, Father, you've been merciful to us and we're merciful to others. Thank you, Jesus. And we we bless your name. You deserve all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you guys. And and thanks for coming back to growinginhisword.com. I'm Pastor Joseph. And growinginhisword.com is a unique station and an awesome time to, to reminisce and just plug in and get fed. We have many outlets on our website. Please come check us out. It's free. I, I promise this. <laughs> it's free. God bless you. And I'll see you next week as we go through the book of John. We're almost to chapter two. And remember... Your testimony is solid gold, even if you think you're too old.